Coming up, we'll whip around the country and get you ready for the biggest shows coming up over the next few days, including the World of Outlaws and the Bristol Dirt Nationals. Let's go. Today is Friday, March 25th, 2022. Uh, welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Before we get going, if you do not subscribe to the show, either on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube, I would encourage you to do so. Uh, something like 70% of my views come from people who aren't subscribed to my show. I, I find that a little interesting. But if you don't subscribe, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. Uh, the spring West Coast swing for the World of Outlaws comes to a conclusion this weekend with the sprint cars set to race at Bakersfield tonight and Paris tomorrow. The trek east then begins with a Tuesday stop at Vado in New Mexico before the teams head up Lawton in Oklahoma and Devil's Bowl uh, in Texas next weekend. With eight race nights complete, David Gravel has a slight 10-point advantage over Brad Sweet in the standings with Carson Macedo, Sheldon Hoddenshield, and James McFadden completing the top five. Tonight's race at Bakersfield is the Outlaws' first appearance there since 2018, and the last time they were at Paris was 2019. Sheldon Hoddenshield is the most recent Bakersfield winner, while Aaron Reitzel won at Paris in 2019. Of note right now, with the Outlaws, Brad Sweet is still winless on the season, even though he has six top fives in his last seven races and two straight second-place runs. Donnie Schatz does have a win this year, but he's coming off finishes of 24th and 22nd in the last two Outlaws shows, and he needs to bounce back as he's tumbled to 8th in the standings. The DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula likes Sheldon Hoddenshield to repeat tonight, but I'm going to go with Brad Sweet here. He leads the series in average finish and wins on third-mile racetracks, and I think he gets that first win of 2022 tonight. As for tomorrow at Paris, the predictor likes Sweet, but I'm going to go Macedo. Paris is a half-mile, and half-miles are very often Donnie Schatz territory, but Schatz hasn't been great at Paris in the past. So half-mile in California, I like Carson Macedo. Someone else to keep an eye on this weekend is Brody Roa. The California local is known for his non-wing exploits, especially with the USAC CRA series. But he's making his outlaw debut this weekend, and I'm curious to see how he does, especially at Paris. That's a place he has a ton of experience. Across the country in South Carolina, the World of Outlaws lay models return to action after over a month off following Dirt Car Nationals at Volusia. With six nights complete, Chris Madden and Dale McDowell are leading the way in the point standings, but neither will be in attendance for the Rock Galt Memorial at Cherokee. That means guys like uh, Dennis Herb Jr. and Brandon Shepard will rise up to most likely lead the way following the two race nights. So far, McDowell is the only driver with multiple outlaw wins in 2022, and Dennis Herb is the only series regular with a victory right now. Brandon Overton has ruled Cherokee in recent seasons when the Outlaws roll in with four victories over the past seven races, but he won't be there, and neither will Jimmy Owens, so that's five of your last seven race winners at Cherokee. Brandon Shepard won a split field feature there in 2021, and Ross Bales grabbed a victory in 2019. Of the drivers that will be in attendance, Bishop has the best recent average finish, and things are lining up nicely for him to get that first win of the year. With Madden off the tour, I'm not convinced there's someone else in this group who can really challenge that Rocket squad for the championship. Herb would need a sizable leap in consistency to be in the fight all year, and the same would basically be true for anyone else who is currently down the order. A subplot for the weekend is the Extreme Dirt Car Series season wrapping up, as these two nights are a co-sanction for that group. Ben Watkins leads Bales and Carson Ferguson in the standings and is trying to wrap up that championship. 
The prediction formula favors Brandon Shepard for the weekend, and I'm going to agree. With so many of the regular challengers at Bristol, it feels like B-Shep and then everyone else right now for the weekend at Cherokee. At Bristol last night, we got a practice session for the Super Late Models before they taped to the track for real tonight and tomorrow. Ricky Weiss led the way with a lap of 15.797, with Mike Marler, Jonathan Davenport, Chris Madden, and Kyle Bronson rounding out the top five in practice times. Sounded like we had maybe 35-ish cars take part in the session. I looked for a full rundown on times, but couldn't find it anywhere. Longhorn Chassis tweeted out a list of expected entrants for the two weekends coming up, and we should be just north of 40 cars for the four nights of racing that is spread between this week and next week. Besides the guys I just mentioned, the list includes Scott Bloomquist, Donald McIntosh, Kyle Strickler, Devin Moran, uh, Hunter Fronts, Joseph Joyner, Dale McDowell, Jimmy Owens, Ricky Thornton Jr., Chris Ferguson, Shane Clanton, Daryl Lanigan, Tim McCready, Earl Pearson Jr., Mark Whitener, Brandon Overton, Ashton Winger, and many more. Not really any surprises on that list of guys. You know, Madden was kind of the only driver we thought was going to be an outlaw driver who's now at Bristol, but we've already talked about him dropping off the tour. There's quite a bit of Lucas flavor at Bristol, but that series is off for the next two weeks, so that does make sense. A lot of those guys would come in for the big money. The Thaw Brawl at Davenport for the uh, Mars Late Models was also going to draw some guys uh, like Bobby Pierce and Tyler Herb and Hudson O'Neill, but that event was canceled as of yesterday, so I wonder if any of those guys will head to Bristol or Cherokee instead. We'll kind of just have to wait and see. Getting a good starting spot will be key to success this weekend, and the four super late model features we saw last year between this event and the Outlaw Knights, three of those were won from the front row. Only Davenport's big money win came from further back, with him starting 10th in the Bristol Dirt Nationals finale a year ago. Besides the big money on the line for this event specifically, this weekend also kicks off the XR Super Series Championship for 2022. Who will run for the full season uh, with the series is still up in the air right now. Uh, and it'll be something to follow going forward. I've got to think Owens, Madden, Davenport, and Overton are candidates for that. Also, Bloomer, Weiss, Fergie, and possibly Bronson could be in the mix as well. I think it'll really depend on who has success going forward. If guys struggle, they'll fall off and chase some of those other races. Besides the late models, tonight's action at Bristol also includes the sport mods and hobby stocks, while tomorrow's card will feature modified stock cars and the 602 late models along with the supers. If you want to watch, XR Plus has the live stream. And down in Arkansas this weekend at I-30 Speedway, the ASCS National Tour continues its opening weeks of the 2022 season. Uh, the ASCS National Tour is 360 sprint cars. Seth Bergman is tied atop the standings with Wayne Johnson following the first two nights of the year last weekend at Devil's Bowl Speedway. We'll see if anyone can start to separate themselves from the field with things being pretty tight right now down through the top 10. And that would make sense, only two race nights in. The programs will also include the now 600 micros and local factory stocks. The ASCS had three race nights at I-30 last season with Matt Covington, Sam Haferteep, Jordan Mallett, and Blake Hahn all getting feature wins. Those victories for Mallett and Haferteep, though, were split fields during the short track nationals. The drivers with the best average finish at I-30 in 2021 were Haferteep, JJ Hickel, Derek Hagar, and Matt Covington. After the first two races at Devil's Bowl, Johnson, Haferteep, and Bergman were the only three drivers in the top five both nights. While Johnson, Blake Hahn, Haferteep, Bergman, Dylan Westbrook, Jason Martin, Scott Boguski, and John Carney II were top 10 finishers both nights. Those first two races last weekend were not what Matt Covington was looking for as he is trying to really mount a charge to uh, run for the championship against Blake Hahn. He had finishes of 22nd and 23rd, but I-30 could be a good weekend for him to get back on track with his past success there. 
If you're a Flow subscriber, you can watch both of these nights live over on that service. I definitely recommend checking these shows out. I-30 usually produces some pretty good racing. The Turnpike Challenge for the Power Eye National Midgets kicked off last night at Port City Raceway, and it was Christopher Bell picking up a sweep of the night's action. Driving for Keith Coons Motorsports, he dominated the midget feature, starting from the pole and leading all 30 laps. Brian Wiedemann and Mitchell Moles stood with Bell on the podium. And then in the night's micro feature, uh, actually winged micro feature, Bell did it again, this time driving in his own car. He battled very early with pole sitter Mitchell Moles before driving away at the end. Frank Flood ended up second with Moles in third. The Turnpike Challenge moves over to I-44 Riverside for tonight and tomorrow, and Bell is expected to be in attendance again. He'll definitely continue to be the favorite. If you're a MAV-TV Plus subscriber, you can catch these races live on that service over the next two nights. Elsewhere, last night we should have had the opener for the King of America weekend for the USMTS Modifieds at Humboldt Speedway, but rain put an end to those plans. Now the track and series will try and fit three programs into two days with Friday on as scheduled and Saturday featuring a day show and then the finale later that night. Tonight's racing is 5,000 to win. The early show tomorrow is 3,000 to win. And then the finale on Saturday night is a very nice 15 grand to win. Also on the card for the weekend are USRA stock cars and B mods. With two race nights complete on the year, Jason Hughes is the current points leader over Tyler Davis and Rodney Sanders. Humboldt Speedway is in Kansas if you are nearby and would like to attend. If not, RaceAndDirt.com has live streaming coverage all weekend. And if you're looking for other sprint car racing this weekend, Lincoln, Williams Grove, and Port Royal are all in action in central Pennsylvania. Keep in mind that Port Royal has moved up its Saturday prog uh, program by a few hours because of low temperatures and high winds forecasted. I know there was some chance that guys might try and do the Saturday double between Port and Lincoln, but Lincoln also went ahead and moved up their program to start at four, so that really won't be possible now. I know Danny Dietrich was one guy talking about that. Justin Peck won the opener at, Gro uh, at the Grove last weekend, while Brent Marks was victorious at Lincoln, and Anthony Macri won at Port after that weird situation with Logan Wagner. Other weekend late model action includes the UM, uh, ULMS, easy for me to say, at Williams Grove and Port Royal, uh, the I-95 series at Fayetteville, and there's a few other kind of regional uh, and local shows scattered around the country. With Davenport lost, the focus will mostly be on Cherokee and Bristol. There are 13 shows on the streaming schedule today with plenty more to come this weekend. That includes the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars and Late Models on Dirt Vision, the Bristol Dirt Nationals on XR+. ASCS Sprint Cars on Flow Racing, plus a bunch of weekly and regional shows. To see the full daily streaming schedule through the weekend, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Have a good Friday and a good weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Uh, feel free to drop in those win picks, and uh, if you're headed out to the racetrack this weekend, let me know where you're going. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Have a good weekend. We'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.